0: Hey friends! Okay, I'm really excited about this episode today. Um, I hope the title kind of enticed you to listen because I think, don't you feel like change is always met with resistance? Like if we want to change, it's it's just kind of like a natural thing that it's going to take Some work and it's going to be different, and all of the things. So, I want to jump in and talk about that today. And I thought this would be actually a perfect time for an analogy because you guys know I'm all about analogies, I think it helps paint a better picture. Um, But I wanted to share a story that I think really kind of applies to um, what we're going to be talking about today. And I also always love hearing people's personal stories and lives and I hope you get, um, I hope you find some enjoyment and getting a little snapshot into my life. I know, you know, social media and the podcast, like, you know, sometimes we like feel like we know someone but also we're missing so much of their lives and anyway, I just kind of wanted to share a little bit about um, a story that happened with us recently that applies to this podcast episode. So at the time of this recording, um, we just got back from Disneyland. (laughs) We had kind of a crummy Christmas. We were all really sick for a couple weeks and um, honestly it took us the whole month of January to finish out Christmas with the rest of our family and anyway it was just, I don't know, it was just uh a little bit of a messy Christmas with things going on um, and anyway so we just found like some really good deals to California and we thought you know what we're just gonna go for a couple days and just have some fun and and our kids are at just fun ages we have a six-year-old and a three-year-old and they're just they're just a, like magical ages right now and they're also easy travelers you know we're out of diapers we're kind of it's transitioning out of naps. Like we just, things are, they're just like in a magical age. And so anyway, that was a little more information than you need to know, but we decided to go to Disneyland and um, I was, my son is very, he tends to be a little bit sensitive to noise. He's a very sweet boy, very thoughtful. We always call him our most thoughtful kid. Um, he definitely likes to avoid contention. Um, so he tends to, you know, not love like things that are big thrills or exhilarating or anything. So I didn't know how Disneyland was going to go because he's big enough to ride all of the big rides, but I didn't know quite how it would go. So I talked to him about some of the big rides and he decided that he wanted to um, have, he wanted to go on Space Mountain first thing. And if if any of you have been there, you know that Space Mountain, the ride itself is probably the most intense ride in the park. Like it is dark and loud and you go really fast So anyway, and I told him those things, I think, I thought I told him those things. So anyway, we get on, he's so excited and we're going on the ride and I can hear him on the next to me going, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. Like just, just like wanting to be done with it. And I felt so bad and we got off and he's like, oh, I'm so dizzy. I don't want to go on any more rides. That was our first ride. Okay. I'm so dizzy. And then we took him on the Matterhorn and the same thing. And he just kind of shut down. I think he got so overstimulated that the rest of the day he just shut down and it was just interesting to kind of watch that and I thought okay you know what we probably took the wrong approach maybe I should have eased him into it or even like maybe waited a couple years or something but either way I was just thinking uh we messed that one up you know but it was so interesting because even though he was like, I don't, I didn't like that. I mean, he wasn't open and like, I hated that, but he was just like, oh, I'm so dizzy and I don't want to go on any more rides. And he just kind of was, I think, so overstimulated from that first thing. Um, and we hadn't slept great the night before just cause we're trying to navigate, you know, new beds and all that stuff. But, um, so I think it was just overwhelming and, Anyway, so we tried to kind of keep it easy for the rest of the day. And it's so interesting because my husband was talking to him after the fact. And he said, so, bud, like, what was your favorite ride? Like, what was your favorite part of Disneyland? And you know what he said? He said, Space Mountain. And I was like, what? (laughs) And I said, what do you mean, Space Mountain? he's like, yeah, I I think that was my favorite ride. And I said, you told me you didn't like it. He's like, yeah, I know. It's just kind of one of those things like when you're done with it, you kind of realize. And I said, so will you go on it again? He's like, yeah, probably. And it's just so weird. Cause if anybody asks him, he'll sit there and tell you his favorite ride was space mountain. But like, it was not at the moment that we were there. And I was thinking about this as we, as, as I was preparing for this episode today. And I was just thinking a lot of times, like we have those moments of, you know, resistance or fear or something. And sometimes, In the moment, we can't see the goodness of it, but when we look back, we can see how good that experience was for us and that we'd be willing to do it again because it helped us, it supported us. And I know that's a simple example, but I think it's really helpful to know that when we enter a stage of resistance with changing, it's oftentimes that we don't see We don't see the fulfillment of, we don't see the outcome in the middle of it, right? But when we can look back and be like, oh, that was for my good. So I want to talk about that today and know that like we sometimes don't always see it in the middle, but it's okay to have hindsight and say, oh yeah, I see that that was for my good. So as we're going along, I want you to think about um, situations where, you know, maybe Things have, you know, you've done things that have been met with resistance and you've come out on top. And as we talk about this, I'm hopeful that, you know, you're going to feel that same way with what we talk about right around here with your wellness. Okay. So before we dive in, I want to invite you next week, okay? This is coming. We are having our Ditch the Diet Challenge. If you are frustrated being stuck in the diet cycle, constantly on and off diets with nothing to show for it, your weight's not changing, your relationship with food is messy, your relationship with your body is messy, join us in the challenge. We're going to be talking about how to ditch the diets without A, losing control around food and B, ditching your goals. Your goals can exist without diets. They can be achieved, okay? And we're going to be talking about, we're going to be going deep. It's it's a favorite of everyone. I do this only twice a year and it's always a favorite. So go to awomanofwellness.com forward slash free challenge to join us. And we also have a link in the show notes. And remember, our doors to food freedom, which so many of you have been asking about me about, are open in just two weeks, okay? It's coming, I've got to we've got some prep work to do in the challenge, right? We've got to get ourselves prepared, but then the doors are gonna be opening. And I want you in there if you want to heal your relationship with food for good. So you can also get on the wait list so you learn more, even if you don't join us in the challenge, but you wanna join us in Food Freedom or whatever. Um, a womanofwellness.com forward slash food freedom. I make I make links easy. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable. And I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Okay, let's talk about why change is always met with resistance, what to do about it, what to expect, all of that. And I want to ask you, have you ever noticed that change usually comes with a lot of resistance. Have you ever paid attention to that? There's usually two reasons. It's either A, it can be like a planned change that comes with some of this anticipatory fear, right? We know something's coming up. We know we're planning to make a change, a move, um, diet, whatever it is. Um, There's some anticipatory fear that comes and that's some resistance, right? The other possibility that... That change and resistance kind of show themselves is that it can be a reaction to a change that you weren't ready for. So we're either you know anticipating resistance like this fear or we're reacting to change. We're reacting to resistance and today I want to talk about resistance to change as it relates to you know everything in our lives. This can be applied to everything in our lives but also Specifically, as it relates to your relationship with food and your body, because that's what we talk about over and over again. And I want to dive into your story. I want to know if this is part of your story or any part of this rings true to you. Um, It's likely that you've been in some sort of what I call long term diet cycle, okay? You get in this place, and we're going to talk more about this in the challenge, but basically you get in this place where you're like desperate to get out of your body, desperate to lose weight, desperate to change, right? So you jump on a diet, a meal plan, whatever it is for you. Um, Eventually it fizzles out. You fail, you overeat, you don't see the results you want, whatever. You enter what we call diet recovery mode, which a couple episodes back we talk about. So So you kind of recover from that diet and then you start the whole cycle over again, right? eventually. <laughs> sometimes you have a long recovery, sometimes you have a short recovery, um, but basically you start that cycle over again. And it's like this long-term cycle that you're stuck in. Why do you keep doing this, right? We can look, we can step out of this space and be like, oh, I can see this, like I can see this happening. Why do I keep doing it? And it's because you know what to expect. By being Being in the diet cycle, you actually stay within your comfort zone when doing this. And I know that may feel like your brain is exploding (laughs) or foreign to think like that, but you being in the diet cycle is you existing in your own comfort zone. Have you ever thought about it that way? Because you know what to expect you know that you're going to start and you're going to fail again. It's almost like we crave that, um, consistency, even though we're frustrated with it, you know, we don't like how it ends. It's like, we crave that, that, um, comfort of like knowing that this is going to happen again and again, and it almost keeps us safe, right? So then I come in, right? You're, you're in this, what we would call safe, diet cycle. (laughs) And I would never say that unless you understood the context, right? Are you guys understanding that like you're still within your comfort zone in this cycle because you know what to expect. It happens over and over again. So then I, as a coach that's different than most people, most coaches, I come in and say things like you are capable of meeting the needs of your own body or You've got to learn how to accept your body before you change it. Or you can lose weight without a diet. And instantly, all of those things feel uncomfortable, right? Like met with some resistance. Uh, I don't know. I'm not capable of meeting the needs of my body. I don't know what my body's telling me. I just just do what the diet tells me because I know that when I'm on the diet, I see results because I can follow it. But when I'm off the diet, I don't see results because I don't know what to do with food, right? That's resistance. You've already decided that you're not capable of meeting your own needs. So I come in and say, hey, guess what? You actually are, and there's resistance. Expected resistance, right? Like we're not saying this is a bad thing, but like expected resistance here. Or I say, what would it look like if you accepted your body before you changed it, and that that would help you change it long term? You'd be like, "Uh, what? No, I've got to lose the weight first, and then I will accept my body." Do you see how you're you're constantly? I'm pushing your comfort zone a little bit, and you feel that resistance, and you return. What if I said you could lose weight without a diet? You can. It has been done many times. It can be done. And you're like, well, I don't, ha- I don't know any other way to do that because the only way that I've ever been in weight loss mode is when I'm on a diet. So there's no way, right? And you return to that comfort zone. Do you see how like this pushing and then returning is coming in? So today I really want to talk about like, How do we step into this resistance and how do we, you know, kind of push those comfort zones? I have an episode on comfort zones. Um, You guys can listen a few episodes back. Am I the worst that I don't remember what numbers they are, or even look up what numbers they are? I'm sorry. Just scroll back a few episodes. It's in there. I think it was at the end of December, 2021, or possibly January, 2022. (laughs) That's super helpful, right? um so anyway let's talk about where does this resistance to change come from first because if we can identify that then we can know how to work with it okay first fear of the unknown i just told you that your diet cycle is known you expect this to happen every single time so you step into resistance and there's fear Fear of unknown. What? You're telling me that I'm capable of meeting my own body's needs? Like, I've never done that before. That's unknown to me. I can lose weight without a diet? No. That's unknown. And we return to the diet cycle because it's known. Right? We return to a a diet or whatever. It also comes from fear of failure. You're afraid to fail. That's a natural human feeling. We're afraid to fail if we try it we're afraid to fail again but how often does does staying stuck in the diet cycle mean a failure for you that's something you can maybe ask yourself we fear losing control right diets help us stay in control I can control the exact amount that comes in I can control track everything measure everything right so when i come in and say let's let's take an intuitive eating approach to body change that's a that feels like a loss of control right there right fear of having to put in more work i don't know i don't know if i want to like dig into my own body's needs like that feels i don't know that's hard work right Feels overwhelming, so we fear putting in more work. We have past evidence, and we talked about this um, a couple episodes ago too. I better not bring that up again. I keep, I keep telling you guys to go listen to all the other episodes. Um, but we talk about past evidence. You have evidence that, like, you've tried to change and you've failed, right? And then the last thing where resistance to change comes from is an unwillingness to change your perspective or your approach. Sometimes we just decide that this is who we are I'm not going to change I'm not going to um, be willing to be coachable or anything like that it's like this unwillingness to change to stay safe so I want you to think about those times in your life where you know the resistance to change has has come from for you have you heard the news it's official my free five-day ditch the diet challenge is officially ready for challengers I cannot tell you how excited I am to help you ditch the diets in your life without giving up on your goals or losing control around food. If you are someone who has struggled with dieting on and off unsuccessfully and feeling like you're just in this cycle of being stuck and you want another way, you want a way out of that diet cycle, but you don't know where to start, you don't know where to go, you're afraid, you are afraid you'll lose control, you're afraid of gaining weight, any of the above, I want you to join me in this challenge. Come join me and hundreds of other women sharing the same feelings, same experiences as you, and we will ditch the diets together. Head to awomanofwellness.com forward slash free challenge to sign up today. In fact, let's use a dating analogy <laughs> because you know, we, maybe some of you are still dating. Um, we all were, you know, dating probably at one point. I mean, it's, it's been a long time for me and probably several of you, but I think we can all um, relate to these feelings <laughs> because dating was, you know, a wild ride, right? So let's use a dating analogy. Let's say you see someone across the dance floor or whatever right hangout spot i don't know what do people do these days (laughs) and you want to go up to that person so like maybe you want to go up and talk to them right but you freeze so you like start walking you start walking and then you get like somewhere and you're like oh i can't do it and you turn around and you go back to your group of friends right um or you like you start walking to them and then they start talking to someone else and you like veer off to the punch um punch (laughs) you know like the drink station um, and, and you like freeze, you, you panic, you, you, you return to your comfort zone or maybe for more modern day folks, <laughs> you want to send a text. Okay. So you like, you get this text already and then you delete it. And then you like, Oh, what should I say? And then you write this text and you delete it. Right. And you like return back and, um, you just like, you just kind of like always return back to your comfort zone because you're afraid. You're afraid that like, what if he rejects you or what if they say no or what if um, you know, like it doesn't work out or you make a fool of yourself when you are talking to them or, or whatever. Right. And so you don't even get that far. You return to your comfort zone. You return to the safety and it's the same idea that we're talking about today. We get close because this idea of change is appealing to us, but then we back away and stay safe. Where do you do this in your relationship with your wellness, food, your body, all of the above? Where do you see the opportunity for change, but back away and stay safe. I want you to get real with yourself. Have a conversation. So let's do this together. Let's first ask ourselves, what ways, in what ways is this safety or comfort zone helping you? Because if it wasn't helping you, we wouldn't do it, right? we would think, well, like, yeah, if it wasn't helping me, like, of course I wouldn't do it. Right. But there's something about it that's, that's helping you, that's keeping you safe. And the first thing is that we have this natural human desire to stay safe. Okay. So this comfort zone that you have is keeping you safe. And the other thing that it does is it allows us to keep the same narrative. This is who I am, see? This is who I'll always be. It it it, ke- it helps us keep that same narrative that we always have. I'll never be successful. I guess I've got to accept this this is who I am or whatever. And again, it keeps us safe. And it like when we're safe, we f- we feel a level of comfort, right? So In what ways is this safety inhibiting you? I want you to think about that for a minute. There's two sides of the equation here, and it's also inhibiting you from growth because you stay stuck in the same cycle. You don't go anywhere. You don't get anywhere. And you don't grow. This is your opportunity on this episode to go deep and ask yourself where is this resistance coming from where am i feeling this right this might be a great time to journal through it and ask yourself where is it coming up from do i have past experiences do i have a lot of fear am i hesitant about change have i tried pushing it and it didn't work when you understand first where it's coming from, then we can begin to change it. So after this podcast, I want you to just like sit down and think like, where, where is this fear and this resistance to change coming from for you? And from there, let's talk about, is it possible that we can change our perspective on resistance or resistance to change? Could we create a new narrative that the resistance is actually a good thing? What might this allow for you if you could sit down and say, This is for my good? I know and expect resistance will come but I also am prepared to see it as a good thing and know that it's going to support me long-term. What doors could this open for you? Again, this is a really great journal question for you. You have a choice right now. You have two choices. You have a choice to step into change, and learn to work with it, right? Step into the resistance and learn to work with it. Or you have a choice to avoid the resistance. And you get to choose that choice. You get to choose that choice. (laughs) That sounded funny. You get to make that choice. You get to make the choice if you're going to avoid it and stay safe, right? We have to be okay with our choice. We have to come to acceptance of our choice. There's no right or wrong answer here, but we've got to come to a place of acceptance of our choice or to step into the resistance and learn to work with it. So if you're choosing to avoid the resistance you might want to stop here (laughs) because I'm going to be talking about how we can change the perspective to learning to work with resistance. If you're willing to step into this idea of working with resistance we're going to be talking about this and Inside our ditch the diet challenge next week, I'm going to have you do some things that might be new for you. And that's why I really wanted to do this episode because we're going to have a new perspective. We're going to take a new approach, a new way of thinking, because getting out of diet culture requires a new approach. Think about that for you to get out of the cycle that you're in. We have to take a new approach because that is keeping you safe. So what does it look like then to work with resistance? If you're making that choice to step into it and work with it, it can be a good thing. It can have a really good outcome. And I like the phrase, you know, you guys have heard it probably feel the fear and do it anyway. (laughs) I think that's a really good um, quote to just say like, I'm going to feel the fear and I'm going to do it anyway. I can work with fear. I don't have to avoid fear. So what does this look like? You, and and it's a it's different for everyone, and, and I'm going to give you ideas, and I want you to think like, what jumps out at me? When I say this list, I want you to think like, what jumps out at me? What do I want to approach? How do I want to do this? You can allow yourself to jump all in. All in. Just like jump in and be like, I am here for this. I'm ready. I am open. I am ready for change. I am ready to dive in and I will, I, I'm ready for big outcomes, right? I'm ready to experience this. I'm ready to know that there's going to be big fear and big resistance and big outcomes and all of the above. We can jump in. We can also allow yourself to take small steps. Maybe like the dating analogy we talked about. Maybe you say a first text, hey, what are you doing? How are you doing today? And then you take, you know, you, you have a conversation with them and you eventually lead to like, hey, do you want to go f- out for lunch tomorrow or something? Right? You can take some small steps. Like you can try little things. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to hold on to this concept. I'm going to take this concept. I'm going to work with it. And I'm okay with like taking a small step toward change. You can also start to gather information or evidence that it has worked for others. It's okay to hold on to the stories of others and know that you have some support. Um, You have a different kind of support. That's okay. Maybe you need to gather some information that this this can work. Practice self-compassion. Know that you're not going to be perfect. It's not going to be a perfect path and you're going to need to learn some lessons And that's going to require some self-compassion. Hey, you tried this. It didn't work. What are you going to try instead? What are you going to change? What do you need to shift? Or I overate. And you know what? Normally that would spiral me into a binge episode. But I'm actually going to just stop and ask my body what it needs. Because that's the concept that I learned today. And I'm just going to try that. Practice self-compassion. I'm going to slow down when needed. Maybe I'm jumping into this change and it feels overwhelming or I'm trying to go too fast. I'm going to slow down a bit and know that it's okay. My speed and resistance, there's no, there's no speed requirement for change. Okay. It's okay if there's some resistance. In fact, I think I've shared this before, but when pilots fly planes, um, usually you would think that when there's turbulence, you like fly faster and get through it. But actually the way that you um, deal with resistance and help kind of mitigate the, um, not resistance, what did I say? Uh, the uh, turbulence is actually to slow down. So they'll slow down the plane when the resi- uh, when the turbulence gets worse. So if you're feeling turbulent or, you know, there's a lot more resistance coming in, What would it look like for you to slow down and keep riding the ride another thing you can do is to create new safety zones okay it's okay to want to feel safe that's absolutely okay we just have to ask ourselves ourselves what does it look like for me to not go all the way back to my safety zone right but create some new ones what would help me feel safe if I need to like recover a little bit or if I need to feel safe what do I need to do does that mean I need to um you know have some affirmations does that mean I need to take a break for a couple days like whatever it is for you create some new safety zones so you have opportunities to return to some safety within that change So what stood out for you? When we work with resistance, we allow it to have its place. I want you to think back to the times that you've accomplished something. Was there resistance? Almost always, right? We have to expect that change is not going to be linear. We have to expect failures. We have to expect resistance. Feel the fear and do it anyway. And I love the quote, you're either winning or you're learning. If you messed up at something, it's an opportunity to learn. Or you're winning. It's as simple as that. So I hope this episode, you know, has helped you kind of identify. um, Hopefully, I think what I hope it's helped you do is Know that it's okay to step into resistance. It's okay to step into change and know and expect resistance to be there. And you have some tools to know what to do to work with it, to allow it to work for your good. You can jump all in. You can take small steps. You can gather information or evidence that has worked for others. You can practice self-compassion every step of the way. You can slow down when needed and you can create new safety zones within that resistance. If you are like, I I want to jump in, I'm ready to dive all in or I'm ready to take a first step toward changing my relationship with food and my body and the diet cycle that I'm stuck in, join me in the challenge next week and join me in food freedom. Because that's where the lasting change comes from. And I help you work with the resistance, right? I help you work through creating change that's not stuck in a cycle. We don't want to be stuck in the cycle. So I hope that I'll see you all in the challenge. Thank you for joining me today. And I will be back again with another episode. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast Did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness, and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.